0: So today I wanna chat with you a little bit about what it means to be present with our kids because this is something, my views on this have shifted a little bit since um, I've been traveling without my kids for months at a time and our only way of communicating has been video chat. Now, before, and I still believe this, when I thought about being present with my kids, I thought about being there with them, playing with them, not being distracted by my phone, trying to not have my mind race to the million and one things that I, I needed to be doing and, and you know should have been doing instead. Um, I thought about it was, you know, giving eye contact to them, pausing for a moment if they came to speak with me when I was in the middle of something, and just being there present and connected with them. But something has shifted in my awareness since traveling and since video chats are our only method of communication at this point. And it's not like they can video chat with me at any time of the day because it's a 12, 13 hour time difference depending on the time of year. So it's very compartmentalized um, when we get to talk to each other. Now, before I started traveling without them, we had several experiences where their dad was gone Um, traveling for work and they would talk to him on video each and every night. And then when him and I separated, I took the kids and we traveled together for two months. So they were away from their dad for two months. So they were talking to him via video chat um, each and every day. And when they were talking to him, the conversations, some of them would be long and some of them would be really short. Sometimes they didn't even want to talk to their dad because they were busy doing something else. And, you know, kids aren't worried about hurting, hurting our feelings. They're just intent on doing what they want to do. So when I started traveling, this is kind of what I expected. I expected um, some long conversations, some short conversations, and sometimes they wouldn't even want to talk to me at all. So that was my expectation because that was my experience being on the other side of this where their dad was traveling and I was with the kids. And now I'm traveling and he's with the kids. So the first two months I was away, I did, I did two months earlier this year, and now I'm in the middle of doing a second two months away from them. During that first two months, we chatted for one hour each day, pretty much every single day. I could probably count on one hand the number of times where it was a shorter conversation, which actually was really, really surprising to me because they're six and eight years old, right? They're young. Um, they're not. They're not ones to sit and chat with you for an hour. Um, The other surprising thing that happened at that time was they were totally fine being away from me, which was kind of a blow to the ego. It hurt um, because we had pretty much been inseparable for two years um, because I was a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling mom. Um, But I kind of chalked that ease up to this hour-long video chat um, each and every day. Now, being away the second time, it's been much harder for me and it's been much harder for my kids. Um, Even though we are still talking to each other every day for an hour each day. Um, So I know it's not that one factor alone. But what I realized through these video chats was that I spent one hour of focused attention on my kids each and every day. So even though I wasn't physically there, they could feel my presence, right? And the really brutal honest truth is I don't do this when I'm actually physically there with them. I don't have time to sit for one hour and do nothing else but be with them when I'm physically with them because I'm making dinner, I'm packing lunches, I'm doing things around the house. Like there are a million things on my mind, and there's not just, it doesn't feel like there's enough time in the day for me to give them one hour of undivided attention. But when I'm away, I have this time. Right? I don't have any other parenting obligations. I'm not really taking care of a house right now. I can actually sit with them on video for an hour while they tell me about their day, while they play a game or we play a game together, or sometimes they just put the phone down and they just want me to watch them play or be next to them while they play, and I can do that I have the time to do that when I'm away. I can sit with them for that length of time. And it's really interesting that I can give this, them this time when I'm away. It's my only you know, parenting duty, if you could even describe it as that, um, for the day. The rest of the day I'm free to do what I want and one of the interesting it, it, yeah and it's just it's sad that i don't have this time when i'm physically there with them now it, we maybe i spend an hour with them throughout the day i don't even think i do i was going to say with time scattered throughout the day but i don't even think i do i think i'm it, it's it's hard not to be rushing around and busy with other things and you know chatting them with them well i'm in the car driving or making dinner. And not that that is wrong or that is not quality time. It's just different. It's not undivided focused attention. And one of the other things I want to mention about this whole experience of video chatting with my kids is that... It's really difficult for the adults around them, so their dad, their grandparents, the adults around them when we are not talking when they are not talking to me on the phone. So the number of times I have heard talk to your mother, she wants to talk to you she wants to talk to you. Um, if you're not talking to your mom, we're gonna hang up. like she doesn't want to just sit here and like in silence. And actually, I'm totally content with that. And I need to remind the adults around my kids that I'm, I am really just content being there with them because that is my only time with my kids each and every day. And I am happy that they want to spend that time with me, that length of time. It's not just a, hey, how was your day? Um, what did you do at school? Like, short conversation. Like, I'm content that they want to be there. And they're not under any obligation to talk to me. So there's really no need to fill the air with words, which makes adults really uncomfortable. Like adults, we as adults are very uncomfortable with silence. We're very uncomfortable with just being. And it's really, really interesting because we're so programmed to talk. We're so programmed to try to engage in conversation, no matter how much of a you know, stretch it is sometimes, how uncomfortable it is, we're programmed to think that it's rude that, you know, to put the person down on the phone and just draw a picture instead of chatting. And this has been really fascinating to me because when you think about kids, especially the young kids, like when you think about a toddler, they don't really talk very much when they're playing. They're just content to play alongside each other. Kids are okay with silence. Kids are okay being. Kids are fully present the majority of the time. They're not thinking about all the things they need to do. They're just thinking about what they are doing in that moment. And they don't feel any obligation to fill the silence. So that is just a program running inside of us which is really, really fascinating when you really think about it because we used to be kids. We used to be really good at being present. We used to be really good at just being in silence. We didn't worry that we weren't being polite if we weren't talking. We weren't worried about, we weren't thinking that someone was, you know, we weren't offended when someone wasn't talking to us while we were on the phone. (laughs) So when this comes up in us as adults, like kids aren't worried about this, this is our issue, this is our insecurity, this is our, our own programming because being present is all that kids require. It has nothing to do with us. So it's these lessons, and I love being a parent for this reason and not the only reason, of course, but there's so many lessons that we can take away from our kids. And so many lessons now that our living arrangements, you know, change are in, in, in this flux, the state of flux and fluidity. Um, we're learning so much about each other and how to engage with each other differently. And presence is just one of the pieces, but it's really become apparent that we as adults suck at being present which explains why I have always had a hard time playing with my kids cuz I have a hard time just being and doing something I'll say quote unquote unproductive but it's just this 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 difficulty just being I mean how many of us grab our phones when we're at a restaurant and our friend that person that we're out with runs to the bathroom we grab our phones because we don't know how to just sit with ourselves <laughs> yet we used to and that's one of the lessons that we can learn from our kids because they're really really great at modeling what it means to be present so notice what comes up in you when you are in these moments where you're just being you're being put in a situation where you're just asked to be either with your kids or with yourself notice the feelings that come up inside of you when you know your friend runs to the bathroom at a restaurant or when you're sitting with your kids and you're trying to give them your undivided attention but your your brain wants to Um, pull you in a different direction or many different directions, or it's criticizing you for, you know, wasting time or not being productive and not getting things done or whatever is going on inside. Just notice, notice the things that come up and sit with it and feel it, feel the insecurities come up. Don't try to judge them or change them, but feel what it feels like when you are trying to be present all of the programming inside of you that is coming up and, and sort of highlighting that programming and that, I'll say inability to be present, but it's not an inability because it is, it, it is something that was innate in you at, as a child and it's still there. It's just all of the programming and scripts are, have been overlaid on us throughout our lifetime that now makes us feel uncomfortable with being fully present, fully in the moment um, a lot of the time. So be present, don't feel obligated to fill the silence, and I will see you next time.